All right, guys. Uh, welcome to the Ad Leaks podcast. Uh, we have the legendary Van Oaks, uh, who is responsible uh, and the the marketing genius here uh, behind uh, Diesel Power Gear. Uh, uh, the I forgot the tire brand name, um, but the uh, the new t- Lincoln Tire is a new tire brand. Uh, and uh, and Heavy D is that is that the name? What's the name of the show? The show's Diesel Brothers. Diesel Brothers. That's right. That's right. And it's yeah, on. Discovery Channel, hell yeah, man! How many seasons has that been going on? Uh, four. We're on our fifth right now. We're filming our fifth right now. So, Damn. wow, um, man. that's crazy. All right, let me make sure. Let me turn my chat off here and everything. Let me just make sure that we're coming on. Uh, let's see, coming clean for everybody on the stream. Okay. real quick should be good but okay cool all right just Perfect. People said loud and clear. All right, guys. If you if you have any trouble uh, if you have any trouble uh, hearing us or anything like that, let me know in the comments uh, so I can make sure we fix it. Um, I'm still kind of getting used to this Wirecast software. It's a little bit a uh, little different, a little new, uh, a little new for me at least. Um, so we have the uh, again, like I said, the uh, amazing Van Oaks here, uh, and I have a, a bunch of questions that I want to ask him. He's one of the definitely one of the most interesting people I know for sure, uh, and uh, uh, and I want to make sure that you guys get to know him as well. Uh, so we'll just go ahead and jump right in. And oh, and if you guys have any questions for Van, uh, feel free uh, drop them in the comments here, and when we get a little chance here, I'll ask them for you. All right. All right, so the first question, Van, that everyone wants to know, how long did it take to grow that mustache? <laughs> in, the, in its current <laughs> state, right now, we're pretty soft. Uh, it's only been like two months, but before when it used to be awesome, it takes like six months to grow, grow a solid curl. Um, but <laughs> anyways, I had, to, I had to start over, so it's been about two months. I wish I had a producer and I could cut to like a picture of the, the old stash where it was like, it was great when it was uh-huh. now it's I still- just look kind of super <laughs> creepy, but it'll come back. <laughs> yeah, like sort of like uh, like uh, perv molester status, but I, I'm working yeah. on that too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um. So okay, so I got to know this too. Um, I've been uh, kind of like growing my beard a little bit longer here. I'm not gonna go like uh, Nick Shackleford long or anything like that, but uh, what is your secret for like uh, like you have like a like a mustache wax or something? Yeah, so I actually we we so I do product development for Diesel Power Gear too. Like I can make all their apparel and their hats and stuff. Uh, and I made a beard care line. So we have like beard oil. Really? We have, <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like crazy, right? What's it uh, called, bro? Plug it, plug it. Where can people find it? Dieselpowergear.com. It's just it's just our main store, but there's a beard care section where I have like <laughs> have like balm if you have beard, and then it has if you have a hard time growing facial hair it has like facial hair growth stimulator uh but then i had to make a mustache wax so yeah we make our own mustache wax yes does that does that uh the the beard grower uh you said does that does that actually work yes and no to be honest like (laughs) have you been have you been trying it are you going just dash 
just dash man uh <laughs> that's like tea tree and it does have stuff that help it grow and then like the supplements are really just biotin right it's just hair growth supplements is all it is but you know, it's labeled labeled for beard growth nice nice uh random question for you still uh you still taking those peptides yeah but oh yeah man you already know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. For those of you guys that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, peptides are like strings of uh, amino acids and proteins. Uh, and you can uh, uh, basically, there's they do all sorts of things. Um, the one I'm talking about specifically is called melanotan number two. Uh, and uh, basically, it increases the melanin production in your body uh, so that you tan really easily, as if you're like, you know, Spanish or. Uh, Italian or something that you know you tan super easy and you don't burn, um, yeah. which is pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, you, you turn me on to that. You're like, bro, check this out. <laughs> I know I've been uh, I've been getting a little lax on it. I'm getting kind of a uh, Caspery over here. Uh, I got to get a. I, I just upped my my dosage though uh, uh, to get back on it for for Ibiza. Are you coming out to Barcelona? I'll be in Barcelona. I don't think I'll make it to Ibiza. It's just it's been. It's, I'm going to be gone for like. Come on, bro. It's family. my treat. It's my treat. You got to come. Dude, like, I love Ibiza, dude. There's no place better than Ibiza. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. All right. Well, it's, it's my invitation stands, man. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, okay, the next question. So, about your mustache. I guess we have a lot of questions about the mustache here. <laughs> uh, what does your wife think about it? Absolutely loathes it. Hates really? It. Absolutely. So, so, wow. so, originally... Like when I when I had it, like I've had it for like ten years on and off, and she hates it, right? But as long as you're good with not have, having sex, like ever, it's totally fine. You can grow a mustache. <laughs> uh, so how long have you? Been... She hates it. I will say that after two years, she's like, when I did shave it for that little bit, like last month, she was yeah. just like, "Look, you look too young for me. You look like mm. a kid. I grow up bad, and like." It makes you more manly. So, right. Ah, uh, truth comes out. You did the right thing there on accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, how long have you guys been married? Uh, for almost 10 years, nine years now. Wow. A long time. How, and how old are you? Huh? How old are you? I'm 35. 35. Young and man. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and you have, uh, you have a couple kids, few kids? Four kids. Four kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, what three are they? Three girls and then a baby boy. Ah, there you go. That's all she wrote. That's it. No more for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's enough to kill, man. Four. You sure? Four. You, you sure? You live in Utah. I feel like you should have at least four more. No, I'm gonna make it say, like sign <laughs> possible to get pregnant. Snip those things off. Whatever I gotta do. I yeah, gotta yeah. Do. So that's funny. You'll snip those off, but not the mustache. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Priorities, bro. Right, right, right. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, okay, so now I uh, kind of jump between personal questions and uh, some business questions for you. Uh, so uh, let's see. Uh, so enough about the mustache for a minute. Um, tell me how you, how you originally got into the marketing space. Because you just kind of uh, like exploded on the scene here over the last year, year or two. Yeah, like I, I did door-to-door sales. So I, I've been doing marketing, um, doing door-to-door <laughs> alarm sales for 12 years. Alarm sales, okay. Yeah, those dudes that knock on your door and mm-hmm. show up and tell you pest control and alarm and everything else and religion. That's all me, all of it. So <laughs> I did that for a long time. Fantastic, it was great. Uh, but then, like I said, I've got all those kids and family 
and it was a rough because I was traveling so much to do it. Like I'd be gone six months out of the year, knocking doors, selling alarm systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had to get out. Um, quality of life isn't what I wanted as a father, right? Uh, the money was great, but I was missing my kids grow up and stuff. So I just said, I got to get out of this. I got to figure out something else. Well, yeah. stuff door to door. I need to learn to sell stuff online so that I can be home. Absolutely. So I got Popped into affiliate marketing a little bit and started running trial offers for skin and diet and muscle. Uh, I did that for about two months. And then I saw how much the advertisers were making that actually owned these mm-hmm. offers. Mm-hmm. Like, this is stupid. I'm going to mm-hmm. make my own offer and my own stuff. So then I got into that space uh, and I ran my own offer. I had my own offer for probably about a year and a half to two years. Okay. But that's all the all the chargebacks, everything. It's just, it's a volatile lifestyle, right? Uh-huh. You're either rich or you're broke. One of the two. Um, yeah, it changes, it changes every week. You wake up every, <laughs> every day, dude. You wake up every yeah. day praying, just praying that you still have your merchant accounts and stuff. And I just didn't, didn't love it. So I just learned how to run my own traffic and then uh, learned how to do Facebook and whatnot. And then the diesel guys had contacted me, wanted me to do their stuff. And then the rest... Once I started doing their stuff, we took them from seven-figure brand to an eight-figure brand in literally like eight months. Wow. Um, the revenue, and then the rest is kind of history. It just kind of blew up after that. Wow, really cool, man. Um, how, how, how long ago uh, did you get involved with Diesel? Uh, almost two years now. Two years, okay. And how, how are they doing? Uh, you said you took them from seven to eight figures, which is huge. I mean, that's like Grant Cardone says all the time, right? 10 exit. Right. Uh, so you 10x it, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, we literally went from six the previous year and did 12, and now we're, we're on pace to do about 30 this year. Damn, that's a huge increase. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's including tires and stuff, which are technically different companies. So. Uh, still, though. It yeah. all kind of falls under the same kind of brand and, uh, and whatnot. Um, uh, so how much... If they were already two seasons into the show, right when you came, but you were yeah, still, yeah. but you were still able to to give it such explosive growth, uh, would you attribute that? I would attribute that person. It seems like it's mostly from your marketing efforts and 100%. not even really from the TV show, right? One hundred percent. We didn't uh, when I started. So what people don't understand, like people will come up to me all the time and they're just like, "Oh yeah, cool. You guys have a TV show. That's why you're successful." Exactly. Yeah. Bro, we had a TV. We were doing seven figures before the TV show even came. The mm-hmm. reason we got the TV show was because we were famous. Or not, not famous, that's a bad word. But because we were popular, right? And yeah. then we got the TV show, and yeah, it grew it organically for about two years. And then they brought me on, and 100% of the efforts were all marketing and Facebook and media buying like attributed, 100%. Because they were doing... Previous to me coming on, they were doing absolutely zero. Everything was organic. Wow. But that was a little more in the heyday when, when your following saw what you posted, right? Before it, they started throttling everything back. So they did mm-hmm. have a following, and they were making a lot of sales, but they weren't doing any media buy. So as they started to throttle that back, I came in and supplemented it with the media buying, and that's what kind of helped to take off. Uh, and you are, uh, are you solely responsible for the media buying? Do you have a little team that you run? Uh... I, I have a team now. When I started, it was just me. Uh, now, now mm-hmm. I have, now we have probably six guys underneath me that, that we just make content constantly. 
Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of it. So, so, so that brings me to my next question. So I've been kind of uh, on the last couple of live streams I've done, I've uh, really been pushing the importance of uh, content to people and having good content and the difference that it makes in your ROI in your ads, right? Uh uh, and I mean, can you can you tell me roughly uh, what you see as far as like when you just try to throw some kind of BS template video together versus when you guys go and get some like really cool footage uh, and good pictures and good videos of yeah. the products you're selling? What is yeah. the kind of difference in ROI that you see? Dude, like like I when I spoke in I spoke in Bangkok. Uh, no, it was in Barcelona. It was a year ago. Mm-hmm. That I Time flies, year. man. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> I guess a year ago that I spoke and I and I did a split test with this, and I actually split tested the same exact campaign that we run, the same exact one. One of them was with a video of the truck that was just a standard like rough video of the truck walk around that we were giving away at the time, and then the other video had a, a very recognizable face, one of the guys from the TV show, and he was explaining it with the truck behind him. And it was the same exact campaign, no different, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we ran them side by side. It was a 488% increase. Oh, <laughs> what? 488% wow. Increase. What's crazy, what's crazy, so- yeah, what's, what's crazy is that's actually, you're talking about like a good creative versus a great creative. I was talking yeah. more like uh, like for you know any maybe drop shippers or uh, smaller uh, uh, brand owners where they just get a picture of their product and put it in a little white tent, take a picture, you know, boom. That ver- I wonder what that versus like a killer video that would have been maybe like a six or seven hundred percent increase. You know, I don't believe in any of that. Uh, I just yeah. <laughs> too much time. I've invested too much money into a content team mm-hmm. uh, for what we do, so we don't ever do anything like that. Never even. Even on dynamic stuff, like most of the time it's a video with a dynamic creative at the bottom. Uh, I just don't like I'm so heavily invested into like my biggest thing hands down is creative and making mm-hmm. good creative and creative that sells and alternating that creative constantly. And it is a job. It's not it's it's not for the lazy, right? Mm-hmm. Every dropshippers, everybody's just like, hey, yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> It's like, dude, you got to put some time and effort into this if you really, if you really want to scale. You, you better be ready. Oh, absolutely, um, and uh, you actually are one of the best people I know that puts out some really amazing content. Uh, not even just for the business, but actually on your personal uh, Instagram also. You have the fucking funniest videos. You like lay down and do all these poses that like the hot chick like influencers do, and it's just it's honestly hilarious, man. I love it. Dude, I deal with a lot of influencers, right? And I. Yeah. And I I get so fed up with all the like bullshit influencer bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like I just my Instagram is literally just made to poke fun at all the all the influencers <laughs> out there, and all the fake influencer shaming shit that goes on. And uh, for anybody that wants to follow you, uh, what's your what's your Instagram? It's it's your boy Van. Yeah, so literally it's your boy Van. Follow it. it I get some marketing stuff in there occasionally, but a lot of it just one hundred percent attributed to influencers and how stupid that the fake like <laughs> this is what my fake life is and you know yeah. it, but yet they're still trying to be that influencer i hate that <laughs> yeah you have some some great content so everyone out there listening uh, i highly recommend that you check it out uh yeah. it's your boy van on instagram he has some honestly some great content he make you laugh yep. Yep. uh okay i have a bunch more questions but let's take a couple from we have a, a couple questions here in the chats um 
Okay, so here's one. Uh, uh, Anas uh, asks, how do you manage Facebook ad consistency at around, let's say, 3,000 per day or more? 3,000 budget? Uh, budget per day or yeah, or more. Because, uh, like, so I'm we're spending roughly on any any given day, I'm spending 10 to 20 grand. On just Facebook? On Facebook, just Facebook. Okay. And then at the end of our giveaways, so we run a giveaway model, and I can explain that, but, like, the last week of our giveaways, I'm spending 50, 60 grand a day, every single day. And when it comes to managing that, the biggest thing for me, because I don't run that for a long time, you got to understand my business model, it's a little bit different. But the biggest thing for me is that you have enough creative so that you don't create a burnout. Um, which typically, like when we're running a campaign that's $10,000 a day or whatever, I'm talking, I've got three three static images i've got three different images and then i you know i have a canvas built in there enough to where it can cycle through that a little bit and you're not getting the burnout um, yeah and making sure the audiences are big enough i think people i don't know why people are so targeted anymore with facebook i, I feel mm -hmm. like most of my campaigns the, the bigger the audiences i can get and if i can let facebook do a little bit of the work um i get less creative burnout uh, absolutely. I feel like uh, uh, super niche, like super specific targeting was like so 2017. Exactly. It's a company. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh, okay. So what, uh, just a random question that I have actually, um, I've always found that there's, a, you know, there's obviously like a ton of different ways to, to put in those new creatives. So when you're spending, uh, you know, 10, 20, 50K a day, uh, how do you, uh, when you do want to throw in a new creative, let's say you are starting to experience a little bit of burnout but you still have a couple of days left in the giveaway or whatever. Uh, do you implement a new creative into an existing ad set or a new ad set or? I do a complete, I, I actually, like if it's just a couple of days left, for example, and I feel like the creatives burnt, I'll actually mm -hmm. make a completely new campaign, believe it or really? not. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a completely new campaign uh, with different creative and different ad copy. And, and I'll put it out at a higher budget for those last couple of days. Um, but if I've still got a significant amount of time, let's say I've still got like two weeks left and I feel like it, it burnt a little bit, I won't change the ad sets at all. I'll just update the ads on the back end. Okay. I make it the, do the easy way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, but like I say, most of the time, because I'll run a lot of different campaigns and I actually run from different influencers pages. So when I say I'm spending fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a day, I want to be clear that that's not on one CBO, right? That's usually on like eight to ten different CBOs that we're running, you know, four to five thousand, four to six thousand dollar asset or CBOs on. Does that okay. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. That that brings me to my next question, actually, because CBO obviously has been a, a hot topic uh, and it's getting hotter as as September approaches, right? Um, yeah. So what? So you, it seems like you're having a lot of success with CBO, which is great. Um, so you see, you say that uh, it looks like four to six thousand dollars seems to be kind of the ideal range for a budget. Um, yeah. How many how many ad sets is, is are you throwing in there? Uh, eight to twelve. I usually shoot for ten. That's like my goal every time is to get ten yeah. ad sets in there. Um, sometimes I don't reach that. Sometimes I get more than that. Um, and I usually try to keep them around four thousand dollars. The the full CBOs, uh, but sometimes they'll do more. And then towards the end of a giveaway, when we got that last week that we're pushing really hard for one week. Mm -hmm. I'll actually put it in. I'll put the winning the winning ad sets into a, a non CBO and just do ad set budgets and do high amounts for that last week and just yeah. pump it. Yeah, that's that's my favorite too. 
Um, uh, what, what do you what do you like to do with your mins and maxes on those CBO ad sets? I, like, it, it varies on the influencer, believe it or not. Like if there, because some influencers work with our companies and and their people are very familiar, and some of them don't. And I'll pay a lot more for those people that have never heard for us than some that have. Uh, but usually three times uh, is what I'll do. Like three times my average CPA. Okay. Max. Oh, that's the max, not the min, huh? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Hmm. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Do-do-do. Okay. Uh, do you do you own any brands yourself currently? So Legion Tires is, I'm an owner in that. Nice. So we basically, we have this niche, so, just so that you guys understand when I say tires, like we own a, a diesel enthusiast apparel company, right? And it's just a bunch of people who love diesel trucks. And... Uh, they buy basically anything that we sell for the fact that they get entered to win possibly a diesel truck every six weeks. And what mm. we found was that there's tons of like direct to consumer brands, but there aren't a ton of direct to consumer tires. Like you need a new mm-hmm. set of tires, there you go. You probably go, well, yeah, go back. Or, or now you got a Range Rover, right? I got both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you're going you're gonna to drive to the store. You're going to drive to the tire shop and get your tires changed. And we wanted to go direct to consumer for diesel truck addicts. Hmm. So ship, we made a tire that's actually manufactured and made for heavy diesel trucks hmm. because diesel trucks, you burn through tires quickly. So we made yeah. a tire that wears better and so forth that's made for diesel trucks. It's a little more expensive, but we ship directly to consumer and then we can have somebody come install the tires at their home or they can take them to their local shop and have them put on there, which most people actually like to do anyways. Yeah, yeah, they probably, a lot of these guys, I'm sure, are modifying their trucks, and they have their, like, go-to place anyway, so. Yeah, and most people want to do it at their local place, so we ship it to their doorstep, Mm -hmm. they throw them in the back of their truck and take them to their local place and do it. Yeah, they got that big truck to take them, that's good, they're good to go. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, we launched the tire brand at the beginning of the year, Uh, we have a an educational company called uh, heavy Academy, which is just like basically mastermind, uh, that we do as well. And then we have, yeah, so, so I saw you, I saw you did one of those in Vegas and it looked like it went really well. What, what um, kind of topics do you like, or do you guys talk about? So, so our, our mastermind, our thing is 100% predicated on our business model, which is the giveaway business model. Just so okay. watching, understand what we do. Every $5 you spend on our apparel or on anything in our store, for that matter, absolutely anything, every $5 you spend gets you entered to win a diesel truck. And we give away mm. we give away a diesel truck probably every six weeks, and it's a brand-new truck. So if you buy tires from us, every $5 gets you entered. If you buy parts wow. from us, it gets you entered. If you buy apparel, it doesn't matter. It's getting you entered. And now, and now we did it with our Heavy Academy, so if you go there – Every five dollars, and we actually give these trucks away. We've given away over fifty trucks now. Everybody knows our brand; they know how it goes. Over fifty trucks. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've given away over fifty trucks. It's been fantastic, right? Uh, so we teach this model of how we do this uh, at the Heavy Academy. We teach how to do paid hmm. traffic, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. We teach the legalities of actually doing a giveaway to where it's mm-hmm. not a lottery, so that Facebook allows it. Um, you teach everything. So from we basically just pull back the curtains to our business and teach you 100% legally huh. how we do it, how to pay for it, how to how to finance it, and everything, start to finish. And then we actually throw That's in cool. some motivational stuff in with it. So we had like 
Andy Frizzella come through last time. John Whalen. We have some big motivational speakers come through to just kind of help out with the motivation side. And then we yeah, go hell on. yeah. Get people pumped up to learn about ads, you know? Yeah, no, it's I get it, I get it. it. Sounds stupid, but like it's awesome to like lead the day with somebody motivational and then do tactical stuff all day and then close out the day with somebody motivational again. Mm-hmm. You fucking fired up, bro. Oh, I bet, I bet. That's awesome. So I I'm actually curious about that, the giveaway model. Um I've uh, used that on uh, past businesses, but not not really in a while. Um, uh, but it actually, it's kind of, I guess, the focus of uh, the new business. One of the new things I'm starting called celebrity shoutouts. We do giveaways with uh, yep. with celebrities and influencers. So actually, yep. we should hook up on that. I know you have a, uh, a lot of influencers you work with too. But yep. uh, but I'm curious. Uh, so you guys do a lot. Of, you said every six weeks you give away a truck. Um, what are those trucks like? Fifty Gs, forty. Like sixty to hundred. Wow. Okay. So they're expensive. Diesel trucks. Diesel trucks are more expensive, and we do nice trucks. Uh, so it's typically mm. like. Sometimes we give away two, sometimes we give away three, but it's usually like we budget in basically $80,000 every giveaway Okay. on a, a truck giveaway. Okay, and then so I'm curious. I'm, I'm guessing you guys have tried running the traffic, the same kind of creatives, the same kind of uh, you know audiences, et cetera, without the giveaway. I'm guessing you've tried at least. How oh, did yeah. that do? Like, like what's the ROI on giving away a truck? I got to yeah. know. So, so you got to understand that we launched our business model this way. It wasn't something that we just decided to do out of the blue. Right. Since day one that this company was established, we've ran the giveaway model. So we built this company upon that. So now what happens is that all of the millions of followers that we have, I think we have 20 million followers over all of our different influencers accounts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but now our following knows for a fact, like they won't buy shit from us if we're not giving away a truck. Uh. they will wait until we're giving away a truck to buy anything they need so initially it was like we gave away a truck the first time and we made a ton of money and then we just stopped and we just saw ourselves just die really we better figure something else out so i'm talking and i'll be honest with you when i say we probably do five thousand dollars a day in sales when we're not on giveaway and then when we're on giveaway, we're talking like $50,000 a day every day. So, wow. So it pays for a truck every day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit different. So <laughs> we got to the point now to where we used to have to allow a week in between giveaways to like pick a winner and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we got down to a point now to where the second one ends, a new one starts just because wow. it's worth it, right? That's crazy, man. That's amazing. That's a that's a really inspiring story and something that I think a lot of the the viewers and, uh, and listeners here can uh, implement into their own business. Um, that I think would help, yeah, no matter what you're giving away, honestly, right? As long for as it's sure. something of value that pe- as long as it's something of value that people really want. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I always tell people it needs to be it needs to matter to them in their niche, whatever niche you're in. Like if you're mm-hmm. selling products, don't try to give away a diesel truck. It's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that sounds funny, but you would be surprised how many people reach out to me and are just like, hey, we own a supplement line and we're trying to do sell supplements and we want to go give away this backpacking trip or whatever. And it just doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, give away a car with your brand name on it. How about that? Exactly. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. That's a, that's a really cool, actually. Um, okay, so I, I know you do a lot of uh, uh, speaking uh, just like I do, um, and I've seen a lot of your speeches, but there's a bunch I haven't seen also. What do you, what do you when you do speak, um, what, what do you, what's your, what the topics, I guess, that you typically would speak on? 
Uh, originally, when I started uh, speaking a lot, it was mainly just like influencer stuff because I worked with, I, I use these guys that are on the TV show a lot. So mm-hmm. a lot of times people just wanted to know how to do influencer work and how to run from their pages and so forth. And then the next time I spoke, it turned into like my giveaway model on Facebook because I guarantee like my, my CPMs on Facebook are cheaper than the majority of everybody just because it's a giveaway model. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of times people are like, yeah, it's cheaper CPMs, but it's not going to back out for you because it's a giveaway and you're getting shitty traffic. So then I started speaking on like ROI and my actual ROAS, which this still backs out. Um, And now it turned into like, I spoke on Snapchat a lot the last two times. Um, Yep, saw that one. Yeah, but I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of uh, all over the place. With Heavy Academy, when I speak at Heavy Academy, I train on everything. I speak on everything because I run all the marketing over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do have a team underneath me now that kind of does the day-to-day stuff. But just the whole concept of media buying in general. Totally okay, cool. Uh, so what uh, what platforms? Uh, you kind of mentioned it already, but what platforms are you guys running right now? Facebook. I mean, we are we are doing Google, and I got one of my guys who just started doing native. Uh, okay. So that's new to us. But I've always been I've always been heavy on Facebook and Instagram, and then as of basically since Black Friday Cyber Monday last year, I've been heavy in Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So the majority of my time, I'll be honest, majority of my time is spent in Snapchat now just because mm. I have a well-trained team on my Facebook side and Snapchat's a little bit newer and it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's more exciting to me. It's just, I get bored uh, with the mundane. It's more exciting to you. <laughs> well, it's just something new, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to explain it other than I enjoy learning new things. And Snapchat's been that thing for me lately that I can get excited about. Where I don't get excited about Facebook ads like I used to. Mm-hmm. I have a team that's very good at that, and they can do that, and I still oversee that. But I get excited about Snapchat. So yeah, whenever you learn new things, I, I totally feel you there. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what do we got next here. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. What 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 have you tried? Uh, have you? Retargeting wise, specifically, uh, have you tried doing Critio by chance? Mm-mm, I haven't. Uh, does do dynamic product ads on Facebook and Instagram work well for you? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do a lot of dynamic on on Facebook and Instagram. The, dynamic, like the catalog. I mean, not like dynamic creatives. Yeah, yeah, we do the catalog. Okay, um, I don't know if you've seen my retargeting ads. I don't know if if I'm I'm assuming you have. Sure. Everybody sees them. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, one thing I've had a lot of success with that uh, I would recommend that you and anyone else uh, out there with a Shopify store or anything e-commerce um, just implements Critio, uh, C-R-I-T-E-O. Um, it's like dynamic. It's like dynamic catalog sales across the entire internet. Oh, really? Yeah, it automatically hooks into Outbrain, Taboola, uh, Google Display. Uh, your ads are freaking everywhere. Um, yeah. And it's and it's all dynamic. Um, so it's all the products they viewed. You get you get your logo in there. It looks really freaking cool. Um, and you can run it straight, just retargeting. So I highly recommend you jump on that. That'll increase your sales I'm a lot. In. I'm in. Yeah. That. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, okay, here we go. What is uh, so? So you've been a, a diesel now for a couple of years, yeah? Uh, yeah. What what is the the one the one thing that you think uh, that you implemented that uh, really took diesel power to uh, to the next level? Facebook. <laughs> that's 
Well, be more specific. Be more specific because they already had the giveaways going, right? So, so yeah. they weren't taking they weren't taking advantage of the organic traffic. So you were at least hit them with retargeting right away. Um, yeah. But what would you say made the biggest difference? Was it uh, going uh, you know multi or omni channel, or uh, was it up in the creative your cre the creative team, or what was like the, some of the the biggest so difference? It was all the like uh, campaign structure in general because they were doing creative, they were making creative for their instagram pages but none of it was going towards the company none of it was going towards the company pages so we just took that <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. i got a creative team and we took all this stuff and put it towards the company and made campaigns with it right and we had this massive following so we just really just pushing it out to them i mean in the last i will say so that's the biggest but that's going to sound stupid to everybody that's on athletes especially they're just going to be like yeah of course um but i would say in the last um, four months, probably the biggest thing that I've implemented with them. And I, I don't know if you use PostScript or not. Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, it's been massive for us. I'm talking like uh, we made a million dollars in the last month on maybe twenty thousand dollars spent. Wow! Maybe. Like it's been that's huge. insane. So we have a lot of traffic, right? So right. being able to augment that and send out those text messages. So like I'm all over the place. I, I oversee like. The text messaging, the Snapchat, the Facebook, all of it. But the latest thing that's been working really, really well for us is the, is the text messaging. Nice. And I think just for all you AdLeaks members, um, uh, Platinum and Gold, I believe we actually do have a deal with PostScript um, if you get a discount. Um, in the deal section, and uh, you guys should actually take advantage of that. If you guys are spending 20k, you'll probably save like I don't know, two or three grand a month uh, just right there. What's really dope about it is that it's actually opened up a line of communication for us and our customers. Mm -hmm. right? So we hired somebody specifically just to oversee PostScript replies. So when I wow. send a campaign, they get blasted with a campaign. They can reply text, right? And they can say, oh, I would, but the tires don't fit my my truck or whatever. So we've hired somebody that just texts back now. And the, the response that we've had from our customers on just being able to communicate with the company, because they don't do that a whole lot through Facebook. Occasionally, we'll respond as much as we can, but it's hard to keep yeah. up. This is a it's a lot more personable from our company. They feel like they're actually getting text messages from these owners talking back and forth about product when really we're just paying, you know, ten bucks an hour for mm -hmm. somebody back and forth. But it's a very personable feel that I really love. Oh, absolutely. I've been working on actually finally getting a SMS support actually built into uh, my my timber.com site. Um, right. And we're going to build it into AdLeaks, uh, the website also, where it's a combination of live chat uh, and uh, people can choose to text instead. But then we can answer it all from like one dashboard, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with, with PostScript, uh, what have you found is the, the biggest thing that gets people to subscribe? I've tried a couple of the things that I'm curious, but on low traffic sites, so I'm curious what you've seen. There's, you know, the little box that pops up on the homepage that asks them uh, to click it. Uh, then there's like ask them to text a you know a, a, like a, a word to a short code. What what have yeah. you found works best? We 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 obviously have the grow your list on on the website too that pops up. I have ours pop up after ten seconds. Um, mm. What I found worked best was to get the our main influencer um, was to get him to make a short code and basically sent like we ran a campaign that was just like hey do you want to be a part of exclusive deals. Mm. Um, subscribe, type this, text this number in, and that grew our list the most, was him sending that out and me running paid traffic from his page of people trying to get on this text list. Uh, that was the quickest way that we grew it. 
All right, you ready for uh, you ready for the next uh, groundbreaking thing that's going to make you the next million dollars in this next month, man? You ready? Yes, yes, I'm. I'm I don't. Ready. I don't even think I've announced this to anyone yet. Um, so I found this really freaking cool. You guys, you've heard of Fashion Nova, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so them and OVO, um, they came out with. I don't know if you saw mobile apps recently. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Like a native, you know, iPhone and Android mobile app where you can sh- oh, right. uh, shop on their store and stuff. Right, um, right, right. Uh, you can actually do that with an app called TapCart. Okay, mm-hmm. tapcart.co, I believe. Uh, it's something like uh, 750 a month, 700, sorry, $75 a month. Um, and then I think the most expensive plan is like 150 or 200. Um, and it allows you to like drag and drop and make yourself a mobile site out of your Shopify site in like 10 minutes and then submit it to the App Store. Um, it's super freaking easy. And it has a rich uh, MMS notifications, push notifications built in that, I, that are even better than M- the, uh, SMS. Oh, really? um, because well because it goes instantly and you can put a picture in it uh, yeah. and uh, uh, and then when you can do and then it, it has Apple pay built in the app is super sleek and sexy with a really nice checkout page yeah. uh, and uh, uh, and it and then you can just do uh, you can also since it becomes a different sales channel you can actually make it so that some of your products are only on the mobile app oh shit yeah, so it's it's really really cool, and it's uh I've seen already some rough stats. Uh, uh, my buddy works there, and I've seen some rough stats on uh, the, even just the Fashion Nova increase in sales, uh, and it's freaking insane. It's 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 another game changer, just like PostScript. You know, it's right, another right. game changer like that. Uh, I'll check it out. It sounds amazing. Uh, it takes the, ten minutes. Yeah, it's easy to set up. One of the things with PostScript because I had a phone call with them two weeks ago, and they were just like, "We're trying to understand why." you convert so much more than everybody else. And and I kind of explained to them, I said, look at our creative, because I send MMS, I don't send SMS, so I send GIF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just like very quick, like I have a content team, right? So I sit here and I film these guys constantly and I make those into GIFs. And they're, after they went through and looked at all the campaigns, they're like, oh yeah, there's no question. Like the reason you're doing so much better than everybody else is you're creative. Everybody else is using text and using random GIFs that they find online. Instead of actually making gifts that custom, feel that are custom and appeal to the promo that you're running. Um, you go to uh, you go to Giphy to make those, or how do you make your gifts? So, so we make them on Giphy, but I like I actually I'll film with my guys and I'll make the gift personally with my guys. Nice, hell yeah, man! I haven't I've never made a custom gift before, uh, like on Giphy, but uh, is is it pretty easy? Super easy, super easy on nice. Giphy. Yeah. Uh, very. Nice. Easy. I have and to give it a whirl. To keep it under like you have to keep it under 500 kilobytes or whatever so it, it has to be a very simple gift mm-hmm. um, but that's made that's made a massive difference with our campaigns compared to others nice good to know uh okay a couple more questions here what uh what is one thing that you that uh you know serious marketers uh right now uh, are really not taking advantage of uh could be anything one thing the serious marketers aren't taking advantage of is snapchat um Everybody, everybody wants to, I don't know, I get a lot of hate about Snapchat. They're like, can't make it work, can't make it work. Um, it's because, I don't know, I don't feel like people are investing enough time and, and money into Snapchat to make it work. Um, I have a lot of buddies who do the dropship type stuff, and they're like, hey, I spent, I spent $500 and I didn't see a return. Snapchat sucks. You suck. <laughs> and it's like... like you have to invest really like fifteen to or twenty five hundred bucks so it can learn who your customers are. So like as of lately, like that's my big one that marketers aren't taking advantage of. If you have a brand, 
and it doesn't even have to be a female brand, right? Like Snapchat, 70% female. We're a 92% male demographic. 92% male. Yeah, what, what what age demographic is? I would assume it's like maybe age 30 or 40 plus even. Our, our age demographic on Snapchat or ours? You're, you're in general, yours, yeah. Ours, our demographic is literally 21 to 30, hmm. 35-year-olds. Anywhere in between them. Uh, 21-year-olds so can afford diesel trucks? No, but they can afford a oh, but they, Yeah, to get a giveaway, that's right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. That giveaway actually model actually expands the demographic too. Big time, big time. Because there's a lot of people that want a $100,000 truck that can't afford it. And they mm -hmm. don't have a disposable income, but they do have a $30 yeah. spend every other week. They got five bucks, you know. That's it. That's, that's it. amazing, Van. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so even let's... if you have a male demographic, Snapchat still works. Uh, even if it's not, if you have a young dem demographic, for sure be on Snapchat. But our highest converting Snapchat age demographic is 26 to 31. So really? Even older people that are 31 hmm. or whatever, they're still on Snapchat and they're still buying. And what type of uh, creatives have you seen work the best specifically on Snapchat? Fast, quick hitters. Like you got 10 seconds. Uh, I found like, that... Like speaking have, fast or like a fast cut? Like boom, 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 boom. Well, fast cut, especially... But like there's story ads in there that are like, that don't convert really well. You can do like six of them in a row. It can be up to a minute. I found what works the best for us is snap ads, which is like the 10 second ads in between your friends' Snapchats. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it has to be, you have to be, so 60, 68% of people listen to Snapchat with sound on. Hmm. As opposed to Facebook only. It's 80% off. Yeah. yeah, it's all off. So like people consume Snapchat with sound on, so it better be quick and you better start speaking immediately. And if, if you're not, if you don't have an influencer that's speaking and getting direct to the point, then yeah, a lot of jump cuts very quick that keep attention. Um, because people get bored with Snapchat really easy and they'll skip to the next story. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so another question. Uh, uh, a lot of people here are thinking, uh, probably thinking, uh, man, Van fucking knows his shit. He's good at Snapchat, he's good at all this stuff. Uh, do you take any clients on, uh, in on the side uh, to help, or do you do consulting or anything? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I don't take a ton just because I don't have the time, right? Uh, before I started working with them, I had an Too agent. busy being a boss, man. No, well, yeah, too busy <laughs> for the man over here. Uh, yeah. I had an agency beforehand, and that's actually who I, that's how I was hired here was for my agency. It's just these guys have taken up so much of my time. So I do still have... I have like five other clients that I work with now, so I do bring on other other clients. It's just it better be a good fit. I don't I don't bring on like any other client or whatever. It needs to be a good fit. I need to I need to feel like I'm a good fit for them and they're a good fit for me. And then I'll do client work. Cool. Um, so okay, so that's uh, that's pretty much uh, we're running out of time for today. So uh, so if, if someone's interested in just hitting you up or maybe hiring you for some consulting, seeing if they're yeah. seeing if they are a good fit, uh, what sure. would be uh, what would be the best way for them to get in contact with you? Honestly, the, honestly, and this is going to sound stupid, but like <laughs> I respond to my Instagram more than anything. Uh, shooting me a DM at It's Your Boy Van on Instagram is probably the quickest way. Um, aside from that, Facebook, I think it's just van.oaks uh, on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more active on Instagram. Okay, we're, we're actually, we have one quick question before I let you go from uh, Ben Malal. Uh, it says... Yeah, 
I love you, Ben, too, man. Uh, okay, so he asks, uh, he's at Van, uh, how is the optimization or algorithm with Snapchat? Uh, is it as good as Facebook? No. It's not. Not even, not even close? Not a, I, I don't want to say it's not even close. I will say that creatives last a lot longer before they burn out. So they do a better job at saving the audiences uh, so that you're not just burning your creative. So they last a little bit longer. But when we're talking optimization, it's not as good as Facebook's, if I'm being honest. So is, is so what you do on Snapchat, is it is your do you run broad then? Or is it like, you know, 2016 I, Facebook where you go targeted? I, I do very broad, very broad. Um, and yeah, so so the one they have like a balanced lookalike, they have a reach lookalike. It's a little bit different over there. Um, but I do very broad and I'll target like for me example, like with trucks, I'll target all of Texas, all of California, just because they're truck markets and I'll leave it mm -hmm. completely broad, one hundred percent and just let Snapchat do the work and it seems to do okay. Um, but if I'm targeting the US as a whole with markets that I don't know will do well, like maybe mm. both probably wouldn't do well for us, I do a little more interest targeting inside there. Oh, you know, do killer uh, for you especially is if you go and I don't know if you can do it in Snapchat, but uh, uh, like a, a region breakdown or a DMA region breakdown and then exclude those DMAs that aren't converting uh, in your good right. states. And I've, I've done that. I've done that on Facebook. It's a little bit more difficult on Snapchat, but, mm. but I started to do it. I, and when I say I've started, it's only been about three weeks that I have state specific specific campaigns. And those have specific creative that say, hey, Texas, what's up? Mm. <laughs> Um, but once again, I'm, I'm massive on a shitload of creative. Hell yeah, man. And that's, uh, and that's what I'll leave everybody with that. That's, I think the, uh, uh, the, the secret, if you will, to good marketing is good creatives. Uh, well, Van, I want to thank you for coming on the ad leaks podcast, man. And I, uh, uh, hope to see you in Barcelona. Yeah, buddy. We'll, we'll link up for sure. I'm excited. All right. Have a good one. I did. Peace.